A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone. It is the build-up show. The champions of England taking on Chelsea at Stamford Bridge Sunday, 4.30 p.m. kickoff. I'm Paul Machen. Chris Pajak joins me and Emma Sanders as well. Um, it's yes. not even the big news. It's not <laughs> I don't even want to talk about Chelsea, Paul. Genuinely Ball. not bothered about talking about Liverpool-Chelsea because Liverpool at a time. Right now, we're live on YouTube. Um, you've just done another live show prior to this. Um, it looks like Thiago Alcantara is finally going to be a Liverpool player. Uh, we will talk. Uh, you know what? We might as well start with a bit of that. We are going to do start? this. We no, are going to do this in much more depth and detail. Uh, we're going to do a Redmen React special immediately after this on the RedmenTV.com. Um, so go and check that out. But um, Chris, you, you've been literally dancing around the room I'm a happy boy mm. I mean what, what more can you want I mean we've got Rafinha's brother Paul yeah. I mean that's basically it isn't yeah. it and, and he's sorted and he's boss and he's going to make us better and everyone no one's got an excuse to whinge anymore because we've actually got, we're actually going to go and sign someone who's world class so all that strengthening from a position of strength thing that will quieten them yeah. and I'll and like it's win-win because I was like, I'd love us to Santiago, but I don't think we're going to. I kind of mm-hmm. made peace with it. So it's a bit of a, like, just a bit of a shock. And I know Bayern came out, didn't he, and said basically you need to get it wrapped up before the Bundesliga starts, which is tomorrow. That seems to have forced Liverpool's hand, but it's Joyce, it's Pierce, it's Thiago. I mean, now's a great time to be a Liverpool fan. Absolutely, indeed. And yeah, I mean, you, you you walked in the building to <laughs> yeah. nothing but happiness. Yeah, I, I genuinely hadn't even heard. Like, I literally walked through the door and Ross was like, we've signed Thiago. I thought, no, we haven't. He said, no, genuinely, we have. I said, right, who's tweeted it? And he was like, Joyce. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> my first thing was, have you checked this the right poll, yeah. Joyce? Have yeah, you exactly. checked on it? Have you checked this the real James Pierce? Because we've been here before. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah, we will. Um, it's probably because it's probably too soon for the weekend for Thiago, you'd guess. Why? Well, yeah, well, maybe not. Why is it too soon? Because it's because it's Thursday and we play on Sunday and, and we haven't signed him yet. He doesn't yet. play for us. But yet. He's well classmate. <laughs> Just get him in the side. No messing around. Lincoln are probably in a bit a spot of bother though. <laughs> ah, no, poor old Lincoln. Um, no, I just think get him on the bench or something. Like, yeah, yeah it's too soon for probably a midfield spot. But if there's a team in Wales football that Liverpool play similarly to, Bayern Munich is one of those sides mm-hmm. and, and maybe the closest that I know of anyway. So as far as a midfield, the questions are. Are Liverpool moving to 4-2-3-1 or are Liverpool going to stay 4-3-3 and he's going to play an 8? Because I don't see Fabinho moving from that 6. And and, and is he going to be that 
creative midfielder that we've craved for so long and in a different way to how you'd think maybe a Kevin De Bruyne or something. Certainly he's got he's got all the tools to unlock a defence if they are packed, but he's also he's amazing in that deeper role as well. And his his speed of thought, his speed of pass is up there with the best players in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean he's been at the top of the game now for six, seven years, something like that. Um, going back to when he was at Barcelona. This is an exciting signing and one that really changes the landscape of FSG's ownership of Liverpool mm-hmm. as well yeah. by signing a twenty nine year old for this amount of money that's just really not Liverpool Mm -hmm. and it says to me that yeah we know what Covid is going to do but you know everyone's strengthened Liverpool are in the position now to strengthen so, and they've gone out and it looks like they're going to do it absolutely and I mean one thing if nothing else I mean, if he doesn't figure at the weekend which again I, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect it and you know yeah. I know he's been in training with Bayern so you know he, he will be he'll be prepared I mean look at the Bundesliga start and he'll have been prepared yeah, to yeah. start the Bundesliga season but what that does is well it's going to be interesting to see what that does on the other midfielders you know Joyce was tweeting saying it's not dependent on another midfielder leaving yeah. I think we'll see how true that is probably by the end of January Jury will know how true that was. I agree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, mate. Yeah. Where are you going? Like? Yeah. But uh, what it, it's going to be interesting to see what that does to the performance levels of Fabinho, what it does to the levels of Jordan Henderson, what it does to Genie, what it does to Keita, yeah. um, what it does to Curtis Jones. You know, whoever's going to be picked for the Chelsea game, they they know that there's a lad coming in who, by all accounts, on pure raw ability, is you know, almost guaranteed guaranteed the starting bit. Yeah, and that's why I don't think he will start on Sunday because Klopp is going to expect these players that are already at Liverpool to go out and fight for their position mm-hmm. and that's what he'll want so he'll 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 name his starting 11 and he'll say right you guys know who's who's just walked into this dressing room go and show me why you want to be starting week in week out Charlie what oh yes yes I do thank you <laughs> um, yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> a small, like he's never gonna get a small mouse whispering off to the side um, I was thinking what Said, said. <laughs> uh, we actually had the super chat in, which, which fits with this really nice Etcham saying, uh, "Do you think it's ironic that Klopp is now taking Bayern's good players?" Well, that's probably the reason he's forced this. Yeah, too, Chris. I yeah, actually didn't what, even think yeah. about that. But like now, this is the two. In Klopp, Klopp came out and said when we signed Naby Keita that we've got one of the two best players in the Bundesliga, and the other player that he name checked back then was Thiago as the other player. So in his mind, he's got the two best players out of the Bundesliga. Yeah. Not sure if he still thinks that, but you know, he did back then. But what a great thing for Klopp to be able to do. Yeah. I mean, how many times did it happen? Was Hummels on his watch, or was that a little bit later? Was Lewandowski on his watch? Lewandowski later. Being, I mean, yeah. it must have just pissed him off forever. That's why he's like, we, well, I don't care. Just go and get their plays for me and get me Lewandowski as well, will you? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Why not? I'd take him. <laughs> no, no, but it's right, isn't it? I think there's, and I don't think this really will be will be a factor, Emma. But I, I suspect when he sits down, at, you know, probably when it's all boxed and he sits down tonight or whatever, you know, on his own at home, and he sits down in front of the telly and he's got a little little you know bottle of airs and get open or whatever, yeah. and he just goes definitely not skimming it. Yeah. <laughs> He probably just goes and has that little moment of like, yeah, in your face, yeah. in your face, yeah. Bayern. Fuck you, Bayern. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's literally in that position where he knows that he's got the best team in England, the best team in Europe, the best team in the world. Uh, he's, one, he's one of, in my opinion, the best managers in the world. He knows that he can attract the best players in the world. So basically, 
everything's the best. <laughs> Everything is the absolute best it could ever be forever and ever. Um, right, let's uh, let's just never, turn our attention ever so slightly be. towards um, towards the game. Oh, actually, sorry, we've got one more super chat uh, before we do, and it's on Thiago. Let's stick with it. Um, Ashley Frith, uh, so buzzing. We finally signed Thiago. Big statement signing. Uh, we'll get the naysayers off FG, FSG's back. Also taking away from Man United feels sweet. I mean, I like the fact that Man United might not have even really, really been they in. No chance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, they're not in the same the barely in the okay, same you know, <laughs> come on Thiago yeah. and he went that was, yeah, a hand, that was a handful of cash Emma that wasn't, yeah, it was, that wasn't Chris's penis it was penis. a little bit scary that um, shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so yeah good very good thank you very much for your super chats keep them coming in I'll, I'll read through some of them as we go along um, let's look at it the game then Chris Frank Lampard um, he seems bang up for a little bit of rivalry doesn't he, he? he's and, trying and, everything and that's yeah. sound you know I don't mind that we've got a bit of a, a relatively recent although not so recent rivalry with Chelsea nowadays haven't we I think you know we've had the better of them over the last couple of years haven't we I think we've won 6 out of the last 12 at Stamford Bridge only lost 3 drawn 3 over there uh, as well now obviously we got the defeat was it in the FA Cup 5th round last season but mm-hmm. we did them home and away um, was it 8 goal thriller was it at the end of the season was it 5-3 five, five, that three. game finished yeah. in the end um, but they've been tough games and they've obviously improved players wise mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know whether they've actually improved as a team yet although I think that will come uh, I'm actually quite happy that we've got them early on in the season yeah. to be honest yeah. with you because I do see that in a couple of months time they could be really amazing I to think be honest with you. you I think Chris is spot on with that Emma I, yep. if you were going to hand pick a time to play Chelsea now is the yeah. absolute perfect and particularly at Stamford Bridge when there's no fans in there like I don't Stamford Bridge is not a nice place to go and I think you know I think you can look at the, the record in two ways you can look and go we've got a decent record but we have a we don't have a consistent record of, of success at Stamford Bridge it is a place where we've gone and you know we, we do struggle there at times they give us a real yeah. they give us a good game regardless not having that not having those fans behind them and yes they've gone out and they've been spectacular in this transfer window yeah. I think there's no other way of putting it there's a lot of very enviable talent that they've got in, in that team and had in that team already I would rather have them before they're up and up fully up to speed up and gelled up and firing yeah I mean I, I, I covered their last game and I thought that they were patchy I didn't think it was a great performance yeah they, they got the win that was all they needed to do that was all you know Liverpool needed to do on, on, on in their Brighton gave game. them a really good game yeah yeah they did yeah but I mean Werner obviously played he looked uh, he looked quite sharp but you could tell that he hadn't really quite gelled with the teammates yet um, wasn't quite getting that final ball and the, those final passes in, in the third so um, I thought Havertz struggled a little bit to get into the game obviously Ben Chilwell and Thiago weren't in that back four They'll obviously come into it, you'd expect, later on in the season. So Chelsea are going to improve. Um, but, I mean, I look at the the back four that they named against Brighton. I think off the top of my head, it was, you had Kurt Zuma in there. Um, obviously, they had that uh, Reese James, mate, um, uh, Marcus Alonso, and uh, who else did they have at the back with, with Kurt Zuma? It's a great question. There's no way of knowing. Um, but, yeah, and it was Google just like, exist. you know, I, I looked at that back four and just thought, if they name that back four against Liverpool, then I think Liverpool are going to enjoy themselves. Yeah, um, the Burnley yeah, stuff like I say, think is most interesting. That Emma, because I think what you, I think you, what you're saying there is that he's not quite integrated into that side, and you can tell in his performance. I think he was out there to to, to lay a marker down. Yeah. You know, some of the shots that he's taken on. I mean, look, he's full of confidence and he's been full of goals for a long while yeah. now. So he'll back himself in those situations. But it did, it, it had the it had the faint sense of a man who just wanted to get it underway so that he could have that, he could get that weight off his chest. And that's, that's one thing that I think is interesting. 
if he'd signed for Liverpool, I don't think he plays the first game of the season for Liverpool. Yeah. He might not even play the second game of yeah. the season. Whereas that that's the thing about them right now is they've got they've now got an added pressure. They've got these boss lads in. They've got no time to 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 wait and integrate. They've got to get them into the first team and get them up and running. Yeah, absolutely, because they they have to take that next that next step and that's that, that next level. And that's what Frank Lampard said after that last game. He said we have to have the intention to be able to compete with the likes of Liverpool, Manchester City, and obviously in order to do that, they had to go and spend over two hundred million this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you're not going to leave those players on the bench. So he has to start integrating them at some point. And because they brought so many names in. I guess the earlier you get them in, the better. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like I said, I think the fact that he still had the likes of like Ruben Loftus-Cheek, Mason Mount, Rhys James, um, yeah, Kurt Zuma in the side shows that, uh, you know, he's still not quite had that time to work with those players yet mm-hmm. and that will work to local. One of the things, though, that because um, I read the stat, I just pulled it up there, that did work for Chelsea against Brighton was the fact that he had 50% of Chelsea's shots, so they're finding him. Yeah, you know, he had he, mm. he had ten shots on the day. That's quite a lot for a debut for a side, I think. Anyway, yeah. you know, the, the the difficulty he had is that he only got one of those shots on target, mm. one out of ten. So he'll be looking to bounce back from that as well. But that does say to me that Frank got the ball at his striker's feet, which yeah. is obviously a game plan and mm-hmm. what they'll have been hoping for. And they'll probably be coming away going, "That's good. That's a great start. Mm-hmm. Keep that up. Keep giving him ten chances a game. He's going to score goals." I mean, the interesting one about the one that's on target is the one that he's never going to score from. Yeah. It's like edge of the box, corner, yeah. like left-footed or whatever, and right to the goalkeeper, right to the goalkeeper. But I think you're right. I think, look, look, there's no, I'm not going to sit here and try to spin a, weave a narrative that says Werner's not good. He's amazing. Oh, yeah. And he's going to cause us problems in this game. And I think particularly, I'm a, you know, the, the, the one lingering criticism that we've had of Liverpool, now that it looks like they're not going to, they do spend money in transfers, is that, is the defence quite up to, quite up to speed? And what we've got at the moment is this, this bank of evidence that until it's disproven, you know, it's dead easy to go all the way back to the end of February yep. and, and, and then and count lockdown, where, you know, and then count, you know, go, oh, look, they went all this time. And they, you know, and, and, and the restart and even obviously the Legion United game and say Liverpool's defence isn't quite, isn't quite what it was. Um, that's, the, that's the lingering criticism when they've got the likes of Kai Havertz and Werner. It's for Virgil van Dijk, who's had, I think, too many individual mistakes, and for Alison Becker as well, yeah, yeah. particularly. This is a game where we'll know, I think, because yeah. you can't afford to be switched off in a big game like this. Well, I think just then when you said you can't afford to be switched off, that's exactly what I was going to say, is that you have to be fully focused when, you know, when you're playing these world-class players, because even if they haven't been embedded into the team yet, they haven't had that time to work with the teammates, they're still world class players and they can turn it on at any moment in the game. And, you know, like you said, we you know, Werner had so many shots last week and it's like, you know, if he has that same ratio this week, then, you know, that there's a high chance that, that one of them is gonna force a save out of Allison or, you know, if not worse. So I think Trent needs to have a better game. Van Dyke needs to be focused, he needs to be organising that back four. They've got to be really switched on for those runs in behind. Um, and I think Liverpool need to keep the ball better in midfield as well. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage or anything else custom spray five and one only from rustoleum hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, I don't think they did that well enough against Leeds. So, yeah, all of them need to be, they, they need to be really switched on for sure. For me, I think, you know, what, what, I think what you're saying is absolutely spot on. It, it's that... Liverpool need to prove that it's not an issue for it because it's all well and good sitting here every week going the games didn't matter and all that. Yeah. The facts of the matter are that Liverpool conceded 15 goals in eight games, yeah. uh, and the, and to concede 15 goals prior to that, it took 23 games to score 15 goals against us. You look at those two blocks and you go big difference. Yeah. Now we know something happened in the middle and Liverpool won the league, but Liverpool have to go out there. And I I keep referencing it, Emma almost every show is that tweet that you put out around lockdown where, uh, just after the restart where it's like you can't give teams the idea that they can get something against Liverpool yeah. and that's what we're in danger of doing at the it's moment. It's funny isn't it because look at, the, look at the numbers that Liverpool have conceded in that big spell like Man City is a massive Man City is a massive outlier it shouldn't be used as evidence but I think so much of football is played in the head yeah. and it's, psych- it's a psychological thing that if teams feel as though they can get something from Liverpool it doesn't matter whether they that, whether they're not going actually I think you'll find that Liverpool conceded actually a couple of goals in extra time against Atletico Madrid so that really doesn't count against their goals <laughs> Against that, and then you know what? Well, they were all bladdered. They were absolutely off their heads, drunk yeah. against Man City. So that doesn't really count. So best if we don't have a goal, lads, because the stats don't really stack up. Um, it is. It's a psychological impact there, yeah. where you know some of the more, more, my 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 counterpoint on it, and I think I mentioned this on a show the other day that. I, I'm happy for teams to come at us. I, I think it makes it exciting, if nothing else. And look, Chelsea were never not going to come at us. Yeah. Chelsea, particularly at home, they're always going to come and give us a game. I'm properly excited for this, because I really want to see what Chelsea have got. There was actually something that was actually quite quietly, I was quite enjoying about Chelsea last year. I mean, their approach wasn't commendable because it was enforced because they'd had the transfer ban. But I, I realised I had no great problem with Lampard. A few of their young players I quite liked. I quite liked the look of Pulisic as well. It helped that he skinned City to win us the title. Didn't help that he skinned us. And- yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it did help that we battered them in the end. But yeah, it's... But I, I, but part of me like quite likes their quite likes a lot of their players quite likes their style of play and now that we've got this little bit of added needle you know you've got a bit of Klopp having a go at like the the money that they're spending you've got Lampard coming back and not understanding how math works um, which is great uh, you've got him talking about being Billy Big Bollocks or whatever on the touchline and Liverpool beating them and ha 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 it, it's all adding up to a game that I'm I'm I, the season's been a bit like it's just been a bit underwhelming because you're not in the ground. But this is the first time for me anywhere. I'm like, I cannot wait for this game to kick off just to I, see what happens. I, I, I wanted them. I was waiting for the Leeds game. I was really excited about that, and because it's a side that I like. So for me, you know, I, I'm happy with it. I'm looking forward to this game because I think we can put a marker down to the rest of the league and show them basically that we are still champions for a reason, mm. and that's what it's about. And I, I do worry a little bit about those teams going at us because right. 
right now we have got a bit of a soft underbelly to be honest yeah. I'd rather teams sit back and us pick them apart not show any you know ambition whatsoever because I think that's an easier game certainly for my heart rate it is <laughs> um, you know that Leeds game oh. it was that was horrible at points it was an enjoyable game of football if you can take the fan side of it out mm. and it was great for the neutral yeah. but my word as a Liverpool fan with 10 minutes to go I was stressing out I'm like oh my god we're doing 2010 all over again we're not going to win our first three games what's going to happen here we're going to be at the title race before it all starts and then we score the goal and we're like we're the best team in the world <laughs> we're signed and now we've signed and we're going to sign Thiago as well and we're going to get even better so yeah, yeah there, there's something about it it's, it's a big game against the size who, who are gunning for, a t- for our position in the yeah, league yeah absolutely I think, I think the thing with Chelsea as well is that they will play to their strengths which is also getting at teams but we all know that Chelsea will concede goals and they've shown that they showed it last season they showed it against Brighton so I think when we talk about mentality from Liverpool's defensive point of view I think Chelsea have got it in their heads that they're very susceptible to conceding goals so if Liverpool can get at them early and show that they're still you know, a big, big threat going forward, then that will be playing on Chelsea players' minds as well. Just a little bit on the mentality. I've got a cracking little stat for you. I <laughs> promised you a stat at the start of the show, Emma, didn't I? Oh, okay. uh, and it's not your one. I'm not going to take Good, this. Still, this will be the first time Liverpool, barring first games of the season, where Liverpool have played a side higher than them in the table since October 2018. <laughs> That's a good stat, that. Told you I had a good stuff for you. So when we drew nil-nil with Manchester City, how does that change the mentality, Paul? They're they're playing someone who's genuinely higher than them in the league, admittedly on goal difference. Incredible. Incredible. Well, we're joint top, aren't we, Chris? It's all psychological, isn't it? Uh, Hey, I'll tell you what, I've had my brother texting me this morning, we could go top, (laughs) Saturday. Oh, the F. To be fair, this is the point. Liverpool fans are all in an amazing mood. Everton fans are the city. It's like, I mean, and the weather's been great all week Liverpool is just the best city to honestly be in if it just cracked off and just floated into the sea a little bit we'd be made up oh, yeah, nothing it, you'd be no happier yeah if it did one of two things if it floated down and, and attached to mainland Europe yeah, that would be absolutely amazing <laughs> or worst case it would be a bit colder but if it attached to like Scotland we'd be we'd probably yeah. be laughing as well I think I'd rather well. go for the uh, I go for a slightly better Portugal weather, with them little like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just get on there I reckon there's a little bit of space at the bottom yeah. we'll just wedge just in squeeze there, down the Irish sound. Sea down <laughs> There and then, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Or whatever it's called, <laughs> yeah. oh, I love a little bit of that. Like. We, um, right, we're gonna talk so, we're gonna, no idea where that went. On then, me but, yeah. pins. We've had a um, pins, <laughs> pins, <laughs> yeah, such a okay, so, word, yeah. yeah, no, I've, yeah. Yeah, hams. Christmas hams. Right, we've got a super chat from Damien Jurofsky. Uh, he says, we're about Jones's minutes for the season now, and does this mean Brewster is sold? Right, we will discuss that when we return. Uh, we're going to have a very, very short break because uh, we've got some... Oh, we're not, we're not. Uh, right, okay, well, we'll just talk about the merchandise right here, right now. Uh, there's some new Redmen merch available. Look at that right here. Um, there's also it's also available in mug form as well. Um, so yes, the the, the GTA inspired uh, Liverpool Champions number nineteen uh, edition T-shirt and mugs are available now on the Redman TV shop. Go, you can yeah, you can literally just roll. If you're on YouTube right now, you can roll underneath. There will be a shelf there, and you can click through and have a little peruse, uh, or you can go to the TV.com and click the shop tab. It's another good way to get there. Uh, there's loads of boss new stuff on there as well. There's a Street Fighter two inspired design which I uh, which I contribute to which is great and you've got the Jordan Henderson tro- uh, Evolution uh, t-shirt which is now also available as a mug as well brilliant um, right let's 
Yeah. Thanks. If you pay. Oh. <laughs> she paid. She paid. It's a considerate an appearance fee. Thanks. Yeah, you can have this one. I'm not Coronavirus, <laughs> 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 Chris. Right, I know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right. Okay. So we uh, let's go back to, uh, to David. Mask to go with it. The, uh, David's Sorted. been on your face even better. Right, here's a. Here's oh, wait, a. That's not that. That's a, not the mask. It's like your G string. Yeah. Um, <laughs> David Jarofsky oh, okay. ever um I mean look this is an this is an interesting one again something we're going to cover on the on the Thiago reacts uh, special on the website a bit later on but he says he's worried about Jones's minutes for the season does this mean Brewster's sold I mean Paul Joyce had said he th- he doesn't think it's dependent on other midfielders going out but actually doesn't say there won't be other <coughs> players that leave that, that leave the side um just quickly on it because we, we you know it's, it doesn't not quite fit in with what we're talking about but what are your thoughts on that the Jones Joan stuff and the, and the Brewster stuff I think Brewster will go out on loan anyway uh, and I think he needs to uh, personally so I've sort of said that all, all summer I don't think my position on that has changed um, in terms of Curtis Jones I think he'll be fine I think he'll get he'll get minutes Klopp showed last season that you know he'll bring him on and and uh, well during the restart really but um, you know he'll bring him on and, and, and he'll give him those minutes and he showed the other day that he can be a really, really valuable member of this team. I thought he played played well against Leeds when he came on. So I think Curtis will be fine. I think we're looking, Chris, at look at the look at the team at the weekend. And mm-hmm. there's now a week between we'll win a week between Leeds and the and the Chelsea game, where you're looking at like, oh Minamino, where does Minamino get his game? Ox wasn't even fit, so he wasn't even on the bench. You know, you've got Fabinho in there. You've got a bunch of lads, and you think, where's the where's the game time coming from? That looks like an issue right now. But in, in a month's time, we're playing two games a week every yeah. week. I don't, I, yeah, I, I don't see that it's a massive issue. I think when Manchester City can have a squad of twenty five players and give them game time, and they play the same amount of games as us, then Liverpool can if the players are good enough. Yeah. I think the issue in the past is that the battle players weren't good enough. Mm. Yeah. You know, now you're looking at it and going, Kurt Jones is good enough, so yeah. he can get thirty minutes every game if necessary. There's always got to be something to worry yeah, about, it's, hasn't it's there? It's mad, yeah. isn't it? But these, these lads are much better than the subs that we've had in the past, so they'll they'll deserve and they will get their minutes. Yeah. Kurt's Kurt's got that little bit of sort of uh, versatility to him as well. He could always play on on one of the wing positions. Um, Minamino can play the number nine and one of those wing positions and you've got you've, you know you've got James Milner who can slot in left right uh, left and right full backs and midfield so there's loads and there's loads and loads of options for Jürgen in this squad at the moment and you know we were hearing last night where the Brewster might be 25 million to Sheffield United which could be an interesting one as well yeah. you know with that buyback clause and stuff now uh, you know Paul Joyce reading between the lines said it's not dependent on midfielders going out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he didn't say anything they're all forwards or defenders yeah. Um, yeah. so I mean maybe Brewster's the make weight in all of that but and maybe Kurt because one of those wingers. I yeah. think I think the thing is Liverpool haven't really competed in terms of like domestic cup competitions for a while now. Yes, we've competed in Europe and the Premier League at the same time, but now that we're expanding that squad, you know, can we then start competing for the for these cup competitions so. as well because yeah, like I think all the best teams in the world, you know, City have gone out and won, you know, domestic trebles. Why can't Liverpool go and do that now? Yeah, they, they, they don't the, the Carabao Cup doesn't matter. No. But <laughs> it adds to the Wall of Champions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it all just—it's it's all part of the mystique of Liverpool Football Club and how big you are when you talk about major trophies. It's—it's—it's yeah. it's, it's on there, isn't it? Said and it's this. a desire to win more trophies after that as well. Yeah. And look, said this last—we said this last season. We've been crying out for easy draws in those competitions rather than getting Chelsea in the third round of the yeah. Carabao Cup every fucking year. And we got—we got a favourite. We're first now. Well, we we got get Lincoln every round. Well, no, but we got this right. But we got—we got MK Dons first time round, and we did a rotated side, and it was all about James Milner playing left back and Curtis Jones 
Jones yeah. could pick something out of the match in that game. We played a, a, a largely young side, but with some senior players in there. And then we did the same against Arsenal as well. Mm-hmm. And then I, we'd have done the same against Villa, but we had no choice but to send send all of the squad to another continent yeah. to become world champions instead. Now you're looking at a world where that squad isn't just the young players and now Curtis Jones and Nico Williams who are senior players all of a sudden. And so, Harvey Elliott as well. And Harvey Elliott. You know, these lads are actually lads who, who, who would who would get a game for us in our first if we had a couple of injuries in there, they'd drop in and we wouldn't have any an issue with yeah. it. So yeah, I think I think it is that's that's an important issue. And again, right now we can't see it, but for me, I guess it's like that a point I said before, is there's always got to be something for us to be a little bit worried about. Be be more worried that like a couple of years ago we were playing Dom Solanke centre forward in the Merseyside derby mm. yeah. because we, we needed to rotate and we, that was who we had. Whereas now... Good times. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lad sat behind camera who's cringing right now. He's only scratching his arm. So I was... I was when the cameras stop changing, you'll know, size just, just <laughs> lost in it, lost in it. <laughs> um, yeah, just a quick update while we're, because we're live right now. Uh, Tiago will undergo his medical today, according <laughs> to David Maddock. Wow. Um, wow. But he believes, going for another lap around. He does say he believes he'll make his debut in the EFL Cup at Lincoln next day. <laughs> day oh, on old Lincoln. Um, but yeah, uh, right, we'll, we'll carry on with it all then. Um, look, d- d- largely then the same sort of questions that we had ahead of the Leeds game, Emma. Um, Gomez or Matip really in at the back and it's I, I, it's whether whether we feel there's a there's a benefit in terms of solidity that put Matip in you know what I mean like the only reason I think you would throw Matip in is if you felt that you needed to bomb Gomez out at this point because Matip hasn't played football for us. He's, you know, yeah. he's had some. He's had some warm up behind closed doors games. He had to have half half a game against Blackpool in pre season. So that's the. I can't imagine it won't be Joe Gomez who starts this. Yeah. It, I mean, I say that with Santiago, it could be Fabinho. Yeah, I mean, it could be. Now, I mean, this whole Gomez Matip argument for me, I'm quite like neutral on it. I don't think um, the like the drop off or the game between either is that much of a difference. So I just think why. Why kind of stop building the partnership that Gomez and, and Van Dyke have clearly started to build over the last year? So don't be so fucking logical, Emma. Stick stick with that. <laughs> no, pick a side and, and die on that hill. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Gomez, Gomez for me. <laughs> I think what you raised there is a brilliant point, though, because it's something that I've been thinking about since the Tiago news broke. Is that is this our our answer to we can't sign a backup centre half? We yeah. trust in Hoover and Vandenberg and and Cometio for the next seasons, and this. Is is just one of those ones where Fabinho and I, I was adamant that this wouldn't happen at the start of the season, as everyone knows, is now that four-three centre half. Yeah. Mm. But I, I think that'll only be in in the cup competitions or maybe in you know in Europe, depending on what teams we we play. But I I don't see that being a Premier League feature personally. Can I ask you then? Is there a particular reason you think Fabinho couldn't be a great centre half? Oh no! Like I, I genuinely think he's got. He's got the abilities and he's got, like, the way he plays, you can see him as a centre-half, but I think he's too good of a holding midfielder to move back into centre-half. Like, why Why would you take away what he can do from, you know, that deep-line position as, as that kind of pivot in midfield when, 
you know, when you've got somebody of that ability who can break down play, like why take that out of your team? Because mm-hmm. you might have signed someone else who can do it just as well. Yeah, I mean, that's that is the, 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 the thing. Yeah. yeah, it's an interesting one. And it, again, at the moment, these are all X factors. It's great to be able to talk about yeah. things like this yeah. again, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Not just is it, is it Wijnaldum or Cater? Yeah. I think at the minute, I would say Fabinho is probably his fourth choice, our fourth choice centre half, yeah. but he's our first choice number six. Yeah. I mean, not literally because Thiago is about to do a six year, but you know, like is in that is in DM, and you right because we might just play forty three one, and that might be our new formation, or it might be yeah. for, it might be we play one formation at home and one formation away, or we've got a Champions League team and we've got a Premier League team because yeah. we could we could literally oh, times are good, oh no, <laughs> times are good. Well, you could be like you know, this is the point is that we're getting to a position where okay, you may be changing four every week. You know, so Minamino, one of Henderson, Thiago, or Fabinho swaps out every every alternating games. Mm. You may be swapping in a centre half, and you could potentially potentially swap the left back round. Uh, you know, for, for these things to keep it all fresh. Yeah, I mean, in, in an <laughs> ideal world, you want you want two players that are of first team quality for every single position in the mm-hmm. squad, don't you? So, yeah. we, you know, we've got that now in Thiago and Fabinho. So, yeah, yeah Fabinho is a fourth-choice centre-back, but ultimately, you know, like I said, for me, like his number one position is absolutely in midfield and I don't see why you would... Why you if there's one season, I think you can get away with... what, I mean, And we know the Klopp isn't a big fan of having too many bodies... Um, but it's telling that it, by apparently he's pushed for this Thiago thing to go to go mm. through. Is that the, I think this is the one season you can get away with it when you you league champions on the back of yeah. winning the European Cup, where you 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 know you're a proper destination now, definitely more than we've been for a very very long time. And the game the games are going to come thick and fast without a proper preseason. There are going to be so many injuries this season. You know we haven't really seen it just yet, but there will be. It just happens, and particularly for the likes of Jordan Henderson, who's not had a preseason. When our when players who play in in physical areas of the pitch for us don't have pre-seasons they don't last particularly well yeah. um, so it will be interesting to see but yeah you know good good problems to have um, I guess Chris largely the same team probably from the weekend given that there's the Lincoln game uh, on the horizon yeah I think he goes with the same back five he goes with the, the front three again and then there might be a change in the middle of the park something mm-hmm. like that yeah. I, I see that he probably plays the 4-3-3 we had success with, with it against Chelsea last season and stuff so mm-hmm. um, obviously we know all about what we can do in that formation it would really surprise me if he went 4-2-3-1 for this one yeah no I, I agree with Chris I think the only change for me would be to bring in Fabinho for maybe Cater just because he can provide that little bit of bastardness in midfield against Chelsea you know ruffle up Mason Mount a little bit um, but yeah that's that's the only change for me yeah, yeah, it's a very interesting one. I want to get some score predictions from you guys. Keep your thoughts coming in on the team in the comments. Underneath, obviously, Chris will be doing a starting eleven prediction, um, which uh, you know we we don't know. It might have to, it might well have Thiago in it. Is that the print, right? Is that the sound <laughs> of Ross frantically printing something? Um, it was Tom. I thought Tom did all that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That was Tom, yeah. Tom. It's not the sound of the printer. <laughs> so that's Tom sighing. Um, Emma, what do you think the score is going to be? 7 8. No, oh. joking. Um, uh, oh. I reckon 3 1 to Liverpool. Cool, Chris. 
2-0 to Liverpool. Oof. We don't concede the goal. Sheet. Oh, wow. Okay. Shoot me now. I think another 4-3 three, three. Yeah. <laughs> to, to Liverpool. Why not? And, yeah. you know, so, we, so we can still have like a, oh, they need to improve this defence. Oh, they need to yeah. do whatever. You know, just to keep... Better, keep better shut up, up shop against Lincoln. Yeah, absolutely. And then Adrian throws one in against Lincoln and it all goes off. Right, we'll worry about that bridge when we get to it. Yes, guys, thank you so much. As mentioned, there is, of course, the fantastic Redman merch, new lines available for you right now. If you're on YouTube, you can check it out underneath the video. If you want more on Thiago Alcantara, Liverpool's, it appears to be new number six Redmen reacts will be up this afternoon. Go to the redmentv.com, sign up, and you get that show and a whole host of extra additional bonus content each and every week, including an amazing back catalogue of interviews, exclusives, and features as well. Um, yes, we hope to see you over there. If not, because we'll be back for the start 11 prediction uh, later today later today yeah. Let's stick with later today later today at uh, some point yes absolutely <laughs> uh, thank you very much guys it's been an absolute pleasure uh, and yes we will be back uh, if not live on Sunday with the team news 10 minutes before the team goes so that's like an hour and 10 minutes before kickoff and with the commentary as well uh, from quarter of an hour to kickoff so we'll see you there as well Ta-da. here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 